I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. Let's talk for a few minutes about turning your impossible into possible. This is a fascinating passage. Jesus has been up on the mountain with three of his disciples, and when he comes down, he finds a man who literally interrupts him when the scribes and the Pharisees are talking to him. And beginning at verse 17 in Mark 9, one of the multitudes answered and said, Master or Jesus, I brought my son who has a foul spirit. And he takes him and he tears him. He foams at the mouth. He gnashes his teeth. And uh, I spoke to your disciples and I asked them to cast this spirit out and they could not. And Jesus answered, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. And they brought him to Jesus and he saw him and straightway the foul spirit tore the boy and he fell on the ground wallowing and foaming at the mouth. And his father said, how, or, or excuse me, and he asked the father how long ago since this has come to him? And he said, since he was a child. And oftentimes it casts him into the fire, into the water, trying to destroy him and kill him. But Jesus, if you can do anything, if you can do anything, have compassion, have mercy on him and help us. Verse 23, Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to you if you believe. And straightway the father cried out and said, Lord, I do believe, help my unbelief. And Jesus cast the spirit out. Now the man said, I do believe, but help thou my unbelief. In other words, he said, I believe, but I still have a little pocket of doubt. Something may be facing you that seems impossible. I want to share with you for just a few minutes on turning your impossible into possible. In the man's mind, he had brought the boy to the disciples and asked them to pray and cast this foul spirit out and they were unable. Now he has doubts in his mind. It seems that he's facing an impossible situation. And Jesus comes along and says to him, if you can believe all things, not some things, not most things, not almost all things, all things are possible if you will just believe. Do you mean, Richard Roberts, that if I believe, if I believe God, I can turn my impossibilities into possibilities? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Now, let's just think for a minute now of what seems like it's impossible that you need to come into the realm of possibility, that you need to hear Jesus say all things are possible to you if you will believe. Let's just take for a moment and ask this question. Are you tired of the impossibility? Are you tired of what you've been facing? Has it worn on you? Does it wear on you, I, I, I ought to say? Does it grate against your mind, against your spirit? Is it on you at, at night when you sleep? You can't get it off your mind. Have you just had enough and you're ready for something to happen supernaturally? Are you mad about it? Are you ready for a change? Have you prayed and believed that throughout this past year, 2016, as we came to 2017, you'd be ready for the miracle and now we're in 2017 and it still seems to be impossible? Well, then you need to go to the mountain. What do you mean, Richard? I need to go to the mountain. Well, remember, Jesus had just come down from the mountain. He had taken Peter and James and John with him. We call it the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus was transfigured. And if you study the Bible, you'll find those who had been to the mountain and had an experience with God. 
Moses went to the mountain. Jesus preached a mighty sermon on the mountain. We call it the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus was crucified on a mountain. That's where He took on our sin and shame. That's where His back was bloodied and striped, that you and I might be saved and healed and delivered in every area of our lives. That's where He ascended from. He ascended to heaven from a mountain. In fact, I stood, the last time I was in Israel, I stood at the very place on the Mount of Olives where Jesus ascended unto the Father. He went to the mountain. And I believe if you want to turn impossibilities into possibilities, then you have a divine destiny. You have a divine appointment to go to the mountain. The Bible says in Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, the mountains, from whence cometh my help. And Jesus said, if you have faith, Matthew 17, 20, as a grain of mustard seed, or in other words, if you have a faith in you that's like a seed, and if you will sow that seed or let that faith go, then you can speak to the mountains of difficulty that are facing you. And you can command them to be removed and cast into the sea, and nothing shall be impossible. Well, that goes back to what Jesus said to his disciples. And what he said to that man. All things are possible if you believe. Now, there are two kinds of faith. There's a valley level faith, and there's a mountaintop faith. But you can't have faith in the valley until you have been to the mountain. And the mountain represents prayer. On the mountain is where you strap yourself in and sometimes while you're climbing that mountain you get stuck and you don't know what to do. I heard the story once of a mountain climber and what they do when they're on the face of a mountain climbing up and it gets too dark for them to go any further. They strap themselves in and literally tie themselves up to the mountain. It doesn't matter how cold it gets in the night. It doesn't matter if it rains or sleets or snows. What's important is that you are there alive the next morning. And that's what prayer is. Prayer wraps you up. It ties you up in God so much that it doesn't matter what happens around you. You are so tied to God. You are going on that mountainside that you can hear the word of the Lord. You can pray. You can believe. And you can expect miracles. And you know that God can turn the impossibilities into possibilities. Somebody give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. I give praise and honor and glory to God. There's a valley level faith and there's a mountain level faith. Listen, you don't fight battles on the mountain. You fight the battles down in the valley. And what did David say? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for God is with me. Why? Because he'd been on the mountain. David could say that because he'd been on the mountain. He had taken care of the lion. He had taken care of the bear. He had prayed and sought the Lord while he was guarding his sheep. So therefore, when Goliath showed up, he had been on the mountain. And what seemed impossible to King Saul and the Israelites came to pass when David with one stone slew Goliath and cut his head off. Impossibilities come from enemies. Moses had Pharaoh. David had Goliath. Elijah had King Ahab. <laughs> You're always going to have enemies. There's always going to be someone who's going to rain on your parade. There's always someone, Satan, is going to see to it that you will always have his plan coming against you. If Jesus faced it, if Jesus was tempted by the devil, if Jesus was opposed, then you're going to be tempted and you're going to be opposed. Satan will make sure of that. But I got news, you're not alone. And you are certainly not forgotten. The Holy Spirit 
is not only with you, but He is in you. And Jesus said, Behold, I give you power, and I give you authority over the enemy. I give you my name. And Philippians tells us, the Apostle Paul said, that God has given Jesus a name which is above every name named in heaven and earth. And at that name every knee should bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The Bible says that the disciples could not cast out the Spirit. They hadn't been on the mountain. Peter, James, and John were with Him. But the other nine stayed down in the valley. They hadn't been on the mountain. That's why prayer is so important. Why is it that there seems to be more miracles outside of America than in America? Perhaps it's because not enough Christians have been up on the mountain. They've not been in the place of prayer. They've not been interceding for their nation, for their family, for their jobs, their ministries, their businesses. They've not been interceding, interceding against terrorism, against a, the, the a declining economy. They've not been interceding. They've not been on the mountain. They've not been praying in the Spirit. They've not been seeking the Lord. America, Canada, other nations where you're watching today, listen to me. It's time to go back up on the mountain. It's time to eliminate that valley faith and get into mountain faith and to believe that there's nothing too hard for God. It is often said by people around the world that so goes America, so goes the world. Well, I've got news. In my spirit, I see a prophetic word. I see God making a U-turn in prayer. I see America turning I see it. I see it happening in 2017. I see a U-turn. It's like America was going one direction and there's a U-turn and they're coming back to prayer. They're coming back to the foundational principles upon which this nation was built. That's going to the mountain. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, unto the mountains, from whence cometh my help. That's where Moses heard from God. That's where Elijah was when he saw that little cloud that turned into a mighty rainstorm to break the drought in Israel. I'll tell you, friend, God is looking for a new generation of Christians, a generation that will go to the mountain in prayer. Jesus was so exasperated. He said to the disciples, Oh, you faithless, perverse generation, how long do I have to be with you? Can't you get it? Can't you understand You've got to go to the mountain. You've got to pray. You've got to intercede. You've got to believe God. And he turned to the Father and he cast that spirit out of that boy. And it looked like the boy died because the spirit tore him and threw him on the ground. And the Bible says it looked like he was dead. But Jesus reached down and picked him up and handed him to his dad, healed and whole. Thank God that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And for what He did for that father and that boy, He wants to do for you. But more than that, He wants to turn those impossibilities, those things which you think are not possible, into possibilities. <laughs> Gloria Copen, I heard her once say, God's never told me to do anything that was possible. <laughs> I think that's great. We used to say, the difficult we do immediately, the impossible takes overnight. <laughs> but when you pray, and when you go to the mountain, you get yourself in a position to turn those impossibilities into possibilities by the power 
of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.